pair of twos and a pair of threes are the lowest two pair in a hand of poker. They are the low two pair. It's a terrible hand, but sometimes you need to play those cards. Hi, I'm Ken, and welcome to the Low Two Podcast. Here, I share stories and lessons from the game of life, playing the cards one hand at a time. Welcome, everyone, to episode three of the Low Two Podcast. Today's episode is titled, They Could Also Be Self-Absorbed Jerks. Last week, we had a gathering with some friends at our house, and the discussion that night shifted to some driving. We all shared some driving stories, and a lot of it was we were talking about some road rage and but a common theme seemed to be recklessness behind the wheel there were talk of angry swearing at other drivers and a lot of speeding was talked about we had one of our friends who told us how she made the 170 mile trip from baltimore to new jersey in less than two hours I myself once drove 380 miles from my college in New Jersey to the University of Pittsburgh, and I did it in less than five hours. We also talked about some passive-aggressive driving, like tapping your brakes or just taking your foot off the gas pedal to slow down to annoy the tailgater behind you. Someone talked about riding side-by-side, pulling up next to a car in another lane, just to frustrate and aggravate an aggressive driver behind you and prevent them from passing. Personally, I gain a lot of pleasure when a car blows past me, flipping me off, only for them to get stuck at the next traffic light a quarter mile up the road. I like to sit behind them, smile and wave as they fume, hoping that they look in the rearview mirror. I also enjoy blowing kisses as an aggressive speeder finally gets around me with their mouth running and their hands flying. But as my wife points out, I need to stop this behavior because I don't know what kind of person is in the other car. For all I know, they could be a psycho and have a gun in the car and unload it into mine, and that would really be tragic. As the conversation continued that night, my mind began to wander. I was thinking of a story I read years ago in the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. His story read like this. I was sitting in a subway on a Sunday morning in New York. People were sitting quietly, reading papers or resting with their eyes closed. It was a peaceful scene. Then a man with his children entered the subway car. The man sat down next to me and closed his eyes, apparently oblivious to his children, who were yelling, throwing things, and even grabbing people's papers. I couldn't believe he could be so insensitive. Eventually, with what I felt was unusual patience, I turned and said, Sir, your children are disturbing people. I wonder if you couldn't control them a little more. The man lifted his gaze as if he saw the situation for the first time. Oh, you're right, he said softly. I guess I should do something about it. We just came from the hospital where their mother died about an hour ago. I don't know what to think, and I guess they don't know how to handle it either. 
Suddenly, I saw things differently. And because I saw differently, I felt differently. I behaved differently. My irritation vanished. I didn't have to worry about controlling my attitude or my behavior. My heart filled with compassion. Your wife died? Oh, I'm so sorry. Can you tell me about it? What can I do to help? Everything changed in an instant. As I've grown older and infinitely more patient than I was in my 20s, I found myself randomly reflecting on the story. This driving conversation tonight had me thinking about it again. What if the aggressive driver weaving around traffic was trying to get to a sick relative? Did they just get the call that Coven had taken a loved one? In January, my two-year-old son climbed off the couch and tripped. He caught the corner of his lip just right on a toy, and in seconds there was blood everywhere. It's not difficult for me to imagine a worried father rushing home or to the hospital. My son would need four stitches in his mouth for the gash that night. Think of the senior citizen who's holding you up by having an extended conversation with the store clerk. They may be lonely with no one else to talk to. You should probably buy that person a cup of coffee because I bet they have great stories about war and stuff. Have you ever thought about why someone is using 20 coupons to pay for 10 items at the grocery store? Maybe they're a single parent. These coupons might be the only way for them to afford food. The next time you're at the mall or walking in the park, take a minute and imagine the stories of the people walking around you. How are they like you? How are they different? What triumphs or tragedies have they lived through? And the next time you find yourself getting frustrated by someone or see them doing something stupid, ask yourself, why are they behaving this way? Chances are they are lost in a way you and I don't understand. Of course, they could also just be self-absorbed jerks. Thanks for listening today. And I would love if you left a review on whatever platform you're listening to us on. And of course, don't forget to share the podcast with your friends and family. Thank you.